These are the only two podcasts I will never miss each week. I just left this review on Apple iTunes, and I wanted to let you know how much you mean to me. I've learned so much from both your podcasts, from business tips and figuring out what my business should be, to life ideas and issues, how to deal with them, and also makeup tips. I've used those too. You've helped me grow my business more and more importantly, myself. You are a blessing to all that you've touched. And I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for all you've meant to me. I can't imagine my life without your podcast. Keep doing them, please. Thank you, Shalene. Welcome to Build Your Tribe. I'm Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. And we know your time is valuable. So every Tuesday, we release an episode loaded with quick tips designed to get you in and get you out. All right, mom, this one's all you. Cool. Thanks, Brock. Yeah, today we're talking about coaching, mentoring, group coaching, virtual coaching, having an accountability coach, what it means to have a mentor, what it means to have a business advisor, and how all of those things can make a huge difference in you accomplishing your goals as either an entrepreneur, a business owner, or someone who freaking wants to make money online. And I want to start by just kind of defining these things and just giving you some general ideas of what these things mean and what they can do for you. Please keep in mind, however, these terms are not universally defined. I think all of us probably have our own definitions. So what I'll be sharing with you today are a general definition of what these terms mean. And more specifically, I'll share what they mean for me. Whether it's a coach, a mentor, an advisor, an accountability partner, we all can agree that's something that we do to be better, to have an advantage, to improve, to grow, to compete, to be the best, to reach our full potential. People who are very happy with the status quo don't even think about these things. And that's why you're listening to this episode. You saw the title and you're like, yeah, that's something I'm interested in. Or maybe it's something that you've experimented with and you're thinking about going to the next level. Let's start by breaking down what a mentor is. Webster's Dictionary defines a mentor as a trusted friend, an educator, a wise counselor, a tutor, or coach. With that in mind, you can call a lot of people mentors. You can call your pastor a mentor. Some people refer to their, you know, a wise parent or an uncle or an aunt as a mentor. You can think of a teacher as a mentor. You can think of someone who you listen to on podcasts as a mentor. So for many years, my virtual mentor was Brian Tracy. I saw him as a wise advisor. He was a teacher. He was someone who was pouring into me, but I didn't know him. I was paying for his courses. I was listening to his programs. This is like long before there were even podcasts. So I would buy his audio programs. I would enroll in his courses. But for many years, I'd never met him. So he wasn't invested in me personally, but I saw him as a mentor and I was investing in him. Now, not all mentoring relationships are paid relationships, but you can take a relationship to that level. So for example, if I'm watching Brian Tracy YouTube videos, he's a virtual mentor, but there's no investment on my part other than the investment of time. When I purchase one of his courses, which I did, then there's a bigger investment. And when you've got skin in the game, when you put money down and you invest in something like a mentor, they don't necessarily have an obligation to you. I think that's probably the biggest difference between a coach and a mentor is they don't have an obligation to you, but you now have an obligation to them. And you also have an obligation to yourself that's financial. It's one of the reasons why everything changed for me when I started like stretching myself financially to do things that I couldn't afford to do yet. In other words, like 
paying for a course or a training or a seminar where I'm like, oh my gosh, like if I actually do everything or even some of the things that I'm about to learn, I'm going to get a return on my investment. Each and every single time I did that, I would experience a major return on my investment, far more than what they say is like an average. And I think that's because every single dollar I ever earned, I earned myself. So it wasn't like my parents' money I was investing. It was my hard-earned money. And I knew I had an obligation to, like, if I'm paying for this, I better do what I'm learning. And so he was like my first mentor. Eventually, I did some in-person trainings with him and I would consider him an in-person mentor. But again, the relationship was, you know, it's kind of like more one-sided. He wasn't holding me accountable. My investment in his knowledge is what held me accountable. I often will get messages from people that will say, I've been listening to your podcast. I want to know if you will be my mentor. And I just think that's kind of a peculiar thing to say because if you're listening to the podcast or you see me as an educator or an advisor on anyone's subject, then I would assume you're already looking at me as a mentor. And it's not a specific relationship unless, of course, you're making an investment in one of my programs, right? So I think sometimes people believe when they hear someone else say, well, he was my mentor. There's this assumption, I believe, but on the part of some people, that that's a formal process where someone has to specifically ask if you will mentor them, and then that person has to specifically agree to mentor you. And that's different. Again, I believe personally, a mentoring relationship, there isn't any obligation on the part of the mentor, unless it's a paid program, for you to be held accountable. Like you have to hold yourself accountable. You can have, and you should have, a mentor, someone who you think of as a wise advisor in all the important areas of your life, a financial mentor, a spiritual mentor, a marriage or relationship mentor, a business mentor, all those things. And sometimes you can find one mentor who has all of those things. That's pretty cool, but it's also pretty rare. All right, so let's talk about coaching. Now, the term coach is far more ambiguous. Some of you may be familiar with the network marketing organization, Beachbody. Beachbody is a huge fitness and nutrition giant. I've talked about many times on this program. I have a history with Beachbody. We sold several of our businesses to Beachbody. I also have a relationship with them, an ongoing relationship where I create or have created in the past exercise programs for them. And their network marketing organization their distributors are known as coaches. And the reason why they call them coaches is because they help to guide their customers, help to answer questions about fitness and nutrition. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are the experts or the advisors, but they're there to help keep them accountable. And I think that's one of the important distinctions when you think about coaching. Most coaching is designed to keep the player, if you will, accountable. Now, there are different types of coaching programs. Let, let me finish with that explanation on Beachbody coaches. So they're distributors. Some distributors in network marketing organizations, they have unique names for their distributors. They might call their distributors a marketing partner. With Beachbody, they call them a coach. And so that's how a coach is referred to there. It's someone who's advising their customers. There are also coaches who will coach their players in sports and you know, help them to identify where their weaknesses are, help them to stay accountable, to do the practice, to work on the skills, et cetera. When it comes to business coaching, however, there's many different types of business coaching. So there's virtual business coaching where you are being coached in a group, and this is where you're making an investment. It is typically not for free. 
And that's the advantage you have by making an investment. Like when you invest in something to be coached, there's usually deadlines and homework and things that you have to do that, dude, you probably know you need to do. In many cases, you know you need to do it, but because you're paying someone to keep you accountable and to create deadlines and to create a systematic approach to this thing, you're far more likely to follow through. Now, that's a virtual coaching program. An example of the virtual coaching program is something my husband, Brett, and I just recently launched, by the way. And we launched a virtual coaching program for people who are family-focused. So you have kids, you have a family, and or you're planning on maybe starting a family, and you want to do more. You want to do big things. You have goals you want to accomplish. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom, or maybe you're a business owner. Maybe you want to start a business, but you want to learn how to do so in such a way that you maintain balance and continue to honor your family. And that is something Brett and I are very committed to. It's something we have lots of experience doing personally and success, I'd like to say. More importantly, it's something we're super passionate about. So we just launched a 30-day push goal coaching program. And again, this is a virtual coaching program. The investment is very low. So it's only $200 for 30 days. What that does is keeps people accountable. Like they know, I mean, $200 is nothing to sneeze at. Right. But it's a lot different from spending $2,000. Let's be honest. So there's different levels of coaching, right? You've heard me talk about the business coaches that I've worked with in the past. We have had business coaches we've paid over six figures for just six months of coaching. Now, dude, (laughs) I ain't Oprah over here. That's a big commitment. But making that type of sizable investment, let me tell you, freaking game changer. Because it was so uncomfortable, Brett and I were just determined, like whatever advice, accountability, structure, systems, plans she laid out for us, we did it because we owed it to ourselves to follow through on the investment that we made. So I will say the size of the investment that you make, not for everybody, but for most people, it makes a big difference in how much you feel accountability to follow through on that. I mean, let's face it, right? Like if you get something for free, let's say you get a free one month membership to your local gym, it's free. You don't care. You're not going. But if you paid, let's say $300 for a one month membership at an exclusive gym or whatever, dude, you're going. If you hire a personal trainer for $30 an hour or $25 an hour, there's a big difference between canceling on that person and being charged the $25 versus paying a personal trainer you know, $200 an hour for training, you're not going to cancel on them because you're like, there's no way I've made an investment. I'm going to show up. So there is something to be said about the investment that you make in a coach. The more accountability you want, typically the more you have to invest. So the coach that Brett and I used for a long time, and again, we paid a lot. I shouldn't say we paid, we invested a great deal because she invested a great deal in us and she actually held us individually accountable. And so that wasn't like a group coaching thing. That was her flying to wherever we were, sitting down with us for like eight hours sometimes and just going over, okay, like what have you done? What haven't you done? Why haven't you done that? Okay, here's where you're failing. Here's where your shortcomings are. Here's where your strengths are. Here's where, girl, you need to get your act together and figure this out. Like, It was hard, it was painful, and it was incredibly valuable. 
That's one-on-one coaching. You're definitely going to pay more for that. And you have to be very selective in finding the right individual. Number one, you have to make sure they've already done the thing that you're trying to do. And they've done it many times over with other people, not just themselves, because let's face it, not everyone who's had success can coach other people how to have success, right? So you want to do your homework, you want to do your research, you want to talk to past clients who they've coached, you want to look at testimonials, and that's that one-on-one coaching. Then there's group coaching. Now, group coaching, again, that can come in tiers. So some group coaching, there might be a big group of you together, you're all holding each other accountable inside the group, kind of like a mastermind perhaps even. And then your coach might say once a month, do a check-in call with all 30 people who are in the group. Again, you're going to pay a little bit more for that one-on-one conversation. And so you might not be at a stage in your business or your development or even know what it is you want to do yet where that makes sense to you. What might make more sense is to do group coaching where it's virtual, but you're never put in the hot seat. Those tend to be more affordable. An example of that might be, you know, you join a coaching group where everybody's on the Zoom, you have the ability to ask questions. An example, this is one I just mentioned, which is our push goal coaching program. By the way, I didn't tell you how you can find out more about that. So if that's something you would be interested in and you either have a family or you're interested in starting a family, you can go to pushgoalcoaching.com. I don't know if at the time that you're listening to this, if we're still open, it's a 30-day coaching program. In that coaching program, because it's, you know, it's $200 for 30 days, we do live virtual trainings where you can jump on and you can ask questions You're in a community where you can ask questions, but at that price point, you're not going to expect me to be coming over, you know, flying over to Arizona to sit down with you for four hours, which for some of you, you're like, thank goodness, because I need that little bit of distance. I'm not ready to be put on the hot seat yet. I want to learn from everybody in the program, but yet I still need the system, the accountability. I still need to know how to do these things. I need the structure. So that's an ideal type of coaching program for someone, again, who's just starting out, who doesn't have six figures or even five figures to invest in a coach, and who also knows that they need the accountability. Bottom line is this, when it comes to coaching, mentoring, accountability coaching, all of those relationships, that's how you get the advantage. If you want to be better, if you want the shortcut, you need to invest in someone who's going to help you get there period, end of subject. You've heard this on countless episodes of Build Your Tribe. I know of no one, no one in my circle of friends and the people that I've met and the people that I study, none of those successful people got to where they are on their own. At some point, they all say, okay, I'm going to make a scary investment and just see what happens. And if you know yourself, if you know you'll just follow through on steps, I guarantee you will see an investment, a return on your investment. So what are you waiting for? It's time, time to make an investment in you. Hey, it's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. This episode of Build Your Tribe, it seems to make sense that we say it was sponsored by pushgoalcoaching.com. So if you are family oriented and a goal getter, check it out, pushgoalcoaching.com. All right, I'll talk to you on Thursday.